to the uh, next episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast. My guest today is Michelle Potter, um, uh, Executive Director of Asbury Communities, Inc. Asbury Methodist Village is, is among the 15th largest community continuous care retirement community in the country and is proud to call Montgomery County, Maryland home. Michelle is also the former Director of Parks, Recreation, and Culture for the city of Gaithersburg, Maryland for the last 20 years. But for the last five months, she had also served as the legislator affairs manager due to a vacancy in the city of city manager's office. How are you doing today, Michelle? I'm doing well, Hondo, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, I'm so happy to have you on. Michelle, tell my listeners a little bit, bit about your upbringing and where you grew up, and if you were involved in local recreation and parks programs when you were growing up. Sure. So I'm from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Traditionally, people hear that and they think of the Johnstown floods. We had three catastrophic, three catastrophic floods in 1889, 1936, and I lived through the one in 1977. Wow. So I grew up um, playing in two local playgrounds. I couldn't wait to get up in the mornings, eat breakfast, and run to the playgrounds <laughs> in my youth. So during the summer, summer months, they were staffed by city parks and recreation professionals and had a host of activities planned daily. We played sports, we did arts and crafts, had show and tell, met other children in the area, and even won prizes. So growing up in a poverty-stricken area, there were not a lot of summer camp options, nor could my parents afford them. So these playgrounds were safe, fun, and kept us entertained while we were out of school. And these were some of my best memories. Well, <clears throat> when you reached the middle school and high school, were you involved in sports? So over the years, I dabbled in cheerleading, soccer, and gymnastics. But then I really had a focus on gymnastics, and I'm extremely grateful to my parents uh, for becoming what they called gym rats, um, doing everything they could to ensure that I was successful. In addition, they drove me around the tri-state air, tri area for all of my competitions that are referred to as meets. Well, um, was there one or two people that influenced you to participate in sports as you grew up? Uh, well, when I was entering high school, my neighbor saw me tumbling in my yard and encouraged me to apply to teach gymnastics at the local YMCA in Johnstown. So this opened my world as I continued to compete in a sport that I loved and was able to develop a program at the YMCA at an early age. I even began a competitive program where we traveled to other YMCAs for what I referred to as meets or those competitions. I then went on to college at Slip Rock University and was an assistant coach for the traveling gymnastics team. Uh, and of course, um, at my age, our star in the gymnastics world was Nadia Kamenice, who scored wow. perfect 10. <laughs> so I truly was passionate about the sport. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, Michelle, did you ever think you would be involved in recreation as a career? Yes and no. So I always, uh, I was always into fitness and wellness through my gymnastics and went to college for physical education with a concentration in lifetime fitness. I knew that I did not want to teach physical education in a classroom setting, but I wanted to help others meet their fitness goals. So when I graduated with my degree, I went back to my roots working full-time as a fitness director at the Frederick Area YMCA here in Maryland. 
My job titles continued to change over the next 11 years as I took on aquatics, summer camps, sports, daycare operations, teen programs, membership marketing, special events, and so forth. So that sounds like recreation, doesn't it? <laughs> so it I went through all of the YMCA curriculum and became an associate executive director in Gaithersburg and then an executive director in Bethesda. So tell me about your journey to college. And I, I think you mentioned uh, one of the schools, but did you attend any other schools? Sure. I shared my graduate undergree, under, undergraduate degree with you. It's important to note that I worked as many hours as I could obtain at the Johnstown YMCA and at a nursing home, which is critical. So remember that nursing home during my summer months. I completed mm. an internship at the Hilton Head Athletic Club on Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. My fitness after 50. Again, remembering <laughs> seniors, I conducted pre-testing on seniors, put them on an eight-week program, and then did post-testing, measuring their results and seeing how happy they were at the end of the program. Now, being in my mid-50s and participating in Senior Olympics, my former perception of 50 and over is completely different than I, what, that it was in college. <laughs> yes. So I was offered a graduate assistantship at Slippery Rock University in kinesiology, at the same time, I was offered a full-time job at the new country club of Hilton Head. After consulting with my advisor a few mm. times, I decided to take a job, save money, and apply my experience to schoolwork at a later time. I then went on to attend Troy State University, whose home base is in Troy, Alabama, but I did it through the military as my ex-husband served in the Army. So I took classes at all the local military installations in the area, including the Naval Academy, Fort Myers Honor Guard, the National Guard Readiness Center, the former Bethesda Naval Center, and Walter Reed. And I graduated with a master's in public administration or an MPA with a management, um, a concentration in management. So it's completely different than the area of kinesiology. Wow. But you still had a lot of experience. Yes. So. So you were first involved in the YMCA as a fitness director. That is correct. That was my foundation. That was my first full-time position. Um, and you moved on or were advanced to the ex executive director? I did. And 11 short years. 11 short years. Well, after 10 years or 11 years of the, uh, being a director of parts and recreation and culture, uh, that's that's when I met you. Tell me about your journey becoming uh, becoming a director. Well, when I was obtaining my master's degree, um, remember it's a um, master's in public administration from Troy State University. As part of my curriculum, I needed to study a municipal government budget. So I lived at that time and still do in Germantown, Maryland. And the closest incorporated city was the city of Gaithersburg. So I called, made an appointment to meet with the city manager at the time, Dave Humpton, who spent time reviewing the budget with me. Many years later, the director of Parks Recreation um, for the city of Gaithersburg had retired, and the city launched a national search working with a consultant who then went on to work with the National Recreation and Parks Association. So I was very content at the time at the YMCA, and I really wasn't looking for something else to do. Mr. Humpton reached out to me and encouraged me to apply, knowing that I had that degree, master's in public administration. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, since it was a 
numerous years that I had interviewed, I thought I will go ahead and, you know, go for the experience. So it was an eight hour interview and I Mm. received a phone call late that night that the consultant, the staff and the city department heads agreed that I was the preferred candidate and an offer was made that night. Honestly, I had done everything in the Department of Parks and Recreation while employed at the YMCA. So it was an easy transition from that perspective. So I just needed to focus on learning the culture, personnel, and all the new acronyms. And um, so in a sense, I didn't know I was really going into the field of parks and recreation with one of your earlier questions, but it worked out. The stars aligned. Well, I'll tell you, I, um, I've seen your passion for parks and recreation and culture, and I've always seen the joy and dedication you've had for the field. Uh, I want to congratulate you on that. Thank you so much, Hondo. I know personally that dealing with kids and parents at different levels of life, community, business owners, community organization could be a challenge. How was it for you? I've always been the type of person who thrives in challenges, working with staff on solutions. You definitely want me on your team during a time of crisis. So my outcome is to ensure that all feel that they are heard. And the best is when there is a perceived win on both sides or one understands the why something cannot be done. But as an athlete, I've always brainstormed and problem solved when running, cycling, hiking, and we'll hear a little bit more about my athletics later. I believe the key to success as a director of parks and recreation is community involvement. I was and continued to be involved in the Gaithersburg Germantown Chamber of Commerce, now as a new member of their board of directors, I always try to partner with as many nonprofit organizations, the Montgomery County Public Schools, and adjacent parks and recreation departments. In addition, it is essential to work with your elected local, your local elected officials in the jurisdiction in the state, and to be heavily engaged in your state, like the Maryland Recreation and Parks Association, the National Recreation and Parks Association, and in your county or municipal parks and recreation organization, such as the Maryland Association of Counties or Maryland Municipal League Recreation and Parks Department. So I know that I'm um, preaching to the choir here as you've been heavily (laughs) engaged in all those opportunities as well. And then I highly recommend that you take on leadership rules in these various agencies and finally take the opportunity to participate in any professional development training, such as Leadership Montgomery, professional workshops, maintain certifications by taking courses for CEUs. I think all of this as a solid background will help you deal with any challenge and work with your community in, in a much better way. Well, Michelle, obviously you've had an extremely successful career. And um, because of that, you know, it's obvious that you've been recognized many times for your achievements. Can you share with my listeners maybe your top three or four uh, of the most exciting experiences you've had or awards? Sure. So I think early on in my career, one of the most things that I am proud about is that I designed and constructed the first LEED certified, and then a few years later, the first platinum LEED certified buildings in the city of Gaithersburg, both of which happen to be youth centers. And LEED, L-E-E-D, stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. So the first LEED building compared to the second LEED Platinum building, materials 
and the processes have come so far in just a few short years. And the city of Gaithersburg, that is still the only platinum certified building in the city as it stands today. I was, um, a few other things I was proud about was I was named the Recreation Professional of the Year in 2019 by my peers during the Maryland Recreation and Parks Association Conference. And then I was elected as the 66th president of the Maryland Recreation and Parks Association and then president of the Maryland Municipal League Parks and Recreation Department, both of which were extremely gratifying as I help professionals in the industry. In addition, the Department of Parks, Recreation, and Culture received numerous awards from these two organizations over the years. Well, just congratulations on your achievements. Thank you. I tell you, I just, you've certainly been heavily involved. You're also involved in the executive athletes. Tell my listeners what's involved with the executive athletes. Sure, Hondo. So executive athletes is a listed group on LinkedIn. And I highly recommend all of your listeners be very active on LinkedIn. It is comprised of over 18,000 members. It is a, oh. is a forum to help us post anything sports related. And you can do it personally and professionally. So recently I posted that I'm grateful that Ironman is offering virtual duathlon races every weekend. And I look forward to these throughout the week. They are inspiration. There are also inspirational posts, motivational posts, and as a site for athletes and businesses to promote what they are doing. There are also professional development articles and tools, such as eliminating the fear of public speaking right before you get in front of an audience. So it's just another wonderful forum um, for anyone personally and professionally, especially if you are in the sports, the parks and recreation industry to be involved in. Well, it's very good to know. Uh, speaking of Ironman, you recently achieved your li lifelong dream of Ironman championship in Kona, Hawaii. Why, why was this such a, a dream? Um, well, first of all, I really want to explain what an Ironman is for our listeners. So an Ironman is a competition. It is a 2.4 mile swim. 112-mile bike ride, followed by a marathon, 26.2-mile run. Wow. You have to do it all in one day within 17 hours. Mm. And it's done in open water. It's not done in a swimming pool. It's not done on, like, a Peloton bike or anything like that. I mean, it's all outdoors. So every time someone hears you say that you do these Ironman competitions, the very first thing that they equate to and they ask is, did you do Kona? <laughs> because that's the one that's televised on television every year. So the okay. goal of everyone that does an Ironman is to go to Kona. So you can go ahead and say smile. <laughs> so you can go ahead and say yes with a big smile. There you go. Now, now I, I have to add this. Was that, uh, does Cambridge, Maryland have an Ironman? They do. It is Space? actually Ironman, Maryland. Okay. And um, it is traditionally held in September. And I've done that one a few times. And then I've also been the lead kayak for the open water swim for the 2.4 mile swim. Well, you consistently, uh, you're consistently training, running and swimming and biking to compete. What are some of the other achievements and awards that you earned? So I think that I'm most proud of representing my country on Team USA 
for the sport of duathlon, which is run, bike, run for seven years. And there is nothing more incredible than wearing the red, white, and blue. I'm going to get all teary-eyed here. (laughs) And having people in foreign countries screaming for you, go USA, USA. It's (laughs) unbelievable. I then completed six ultra marathons, which is um, 50 miles of running. And then I've competed, not just Kona, but I've done 18 Ironmans um, as part of Kona. And then as a result, I was afforded the opportunity to travel the globe for all of my racing career. And then um, I did compete complete Kona. I have a big smile on my face in 2019. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thank you. Well, I understand your husband Chuck also competes. He does. Yes, um, we actually met through a mutual friend who invited both of us, along with a few others, to train in Lake Placid, New York. So both Chuck and I were preparing for different Ironman competitions that year. I was getting ready for Ironman Lake Placid, so it was great to train on the course. And Chuck was getting ready for Ironman Coeur d'Alene. And he actually lives in Cambridge. He was living in Cambridge, Maryland. And it's so flat, he needed to actually get some hills in. So he went to Lake Placid, New York, and then uh, we were friends, then we started dating, and we married, and we'll be selling, celebrating our 12th anniversary on July 5th. All right, congratulations. And we are extremely supportive of each other's training and racing. We do train together, and we actually race each other, and our Ironman competitions are only a couple of minutes of, apart from each other. And then over the years, he's become a faster cyclist than I. So my goal is always to catch him on the run. (laughs) And then depending on how we're both feeling, I may stay with him and we cross that finish line together. Or um, if I'm feeling really rock solid, I will go ahead and carry on and cross the finish line and then wait for him and put his medal around his neck. And I have to truly say that he's been my best cheerleader um sherpa that helps me out when he's not racing and he's my it guy to help me with all of the uh technology that's involved well that's excellent what are some of the future competitions that you might be uh competing in well with COVID 19 we don't really know what this year will bring i am registered for a half ironman in september in cozumel mexico that I would love to go to and then plan to hike Kilimanjaro in Africa, followed by an African safari in December. I was registered for many triathlons of all different distances, running races, open water swims, all of which have been canceled this year. So we still don't know what the outcome is going to be this year. Michelle, you get to do a lot of traveling with your uh, competition. I do. I'm extremely blessed and fortunate. You're now the executive director of the Asbury Communities, Inc. How has that transition been? So I was on the Board of Governors, renamed the Community Advisory Committee for nine years as the liaison from the city of Gaithersburg. Again, I want to highlight how important it is to be involved in your local community because you never know what opportunities could arise at any time. So when I was the executive, Um, when the executive director of Asbury Methodist Village announced his departure, I thought, wow, I'm eligible to retire from the city of Gaithersburg as a director of parks and recreation. And I've accomplished a lot in the city, in the state, 
I um, recently updated the 10-year master plan that the mayor and city council and the planning commission adopted. And it was honestly the perfect time to do something different as I really left the blueprint for the next director of parks and recreation. So I am blessed that I was selected for this important community role and cannot say enough about the warm welcome that I've received from everyone at Asbury Communities. I had a two-week orientation at the Asbury Support and Cooperation Center located in Frederick, that's sort of our corporate headquarters. And then I met with various personnel learning all aspects of the nonprofit organization. And they have a Discover Asbury Day and an online platform to fully orient you on the mission and its services. I repeatedly state that is one of the best onboarding processes that I have ever experienced. Well, it's been about five months now that you've been uh, the director. What has been your biggest adjustment? Well, like everyone at this time, it is all consuming COVID-19. Yes. As this is an unprecedented time, and I continue to learn the culture here, the acronyms here, the associates, as they term their employees here in the healthcare um, area, and the entire healthcare sector. I honestly have not had the luxury of seeing regular normal operations to date. I was on campus as the executive director on January 27th um, after my two week orientation onboarding process at the Asbury Support and Collaboration Center. And that was such a short window prior to COVID-19 coming about. Mm. So I look forward to the day that we all have a vaccine. My number one goal is to safeguard our residents and associates at the Asbury Methodist Village while working with residents to create opportunities for aging well and enjoying the life fully here. You mentioned that you had the opportunity to volunteer as the chair board for the um, of governors for the Asbury Message Village Retirement Community. What was involved in that? Sure. As I said, I was liaison from the city of Gaithersburg here. As the chair, I facilitated the meetings. We looked at census at the three levels of residency that includes residential or independent living, assisted living, and skilled nursing. We also reviewed the budget and looked at forecasts. We discussed, it. we discussed marketing opportunities, relevance in the community, risk management strategies, partners, and um, all things like that. Um, you know, looking at, at the um, business as, um, you know, strategically. Well, it's obvious you're enjoying your new role. I most definitely am. <laughs> Michelle, is there anything else you would like to share about your work at the Asbury Village? Of course. At Gaithersburg Asbury Methodist Village, you aren't just looking into your next home here. You're choosing a new community where the offerings go way beyond just the facilities and amenities. And like Parks and Recreation, there are plenty of those. We have an indoor heated pool, a 17-acre wildlife preserve, we have outdoor fitness equipment. We've got wonderful paved trails. It is a gorgeous campus here. Um, we also have um, our residents volunteer. Um, it's a popular activity amongst Asbury's highly active, engaged residents who donate thousands of hours year after year to a variety of good causes. So community members also run a continuing education school with lectures and concerts 
wow. is open to the public, although we are currently closed to visitors due to the COVID-19. So I'm actually going to be one of their speakers in September talking about what is an Ironman and um, where I've raced and being on the U.S. team and all of that. So they get to learn uh, more about me. Okay, um, but the, re- the residents at Asbury continue to shape and reshape this community. We have a unique culture. culture. Um, for example, one resident founded a highly regarded nonprofit initiative that aids vulnerable local children. One is teaching courses from his apartment for China. And I have to say that I'm in awe of the camadre and the support that is evident wherever I go here on campus. I actually bought a beach cruiser so I can go ahead and ride my bike from meeting to meeting at the various buildings and around campus. Um, That's 134 acres here. So for more information on Asbury Methodist Village, I encourage anyone to check out our website at www.asburymethodistvillage.org. I think I've seen that beach cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there were pictures on social media. <laughs> well, my guest today on the Hondo Handy podcast has been Michelle Potter, Executive Director for Asbury Methodist Village. Michelle, the state of Maryland is blessed to have you, and I wish you the best of luck in the future. Oh, thank you, Hondo. And I really appreciate the opportunity, and I just adore you. Um, thank you so much. And Good luck in all of your success and these adventures that you're doing. Well, thank you, Michelle. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Have a good day.